welcome once again to the Speaking of Tangents podcast. A bunch of random nonsense for your ears. As always, I am... Blind. Jason. Jason. And I'm KJ. And in this episode, we discuss what we're eating. Or what we're not eating. And what we wish we were eating. Because some of the stuff that we're eating... Whoa. Anyway, we also talk totally awesome t-shirts and brand new interns. Then we'll play Do We Have a Guest and Pronounce This. And we'll fly through another Name That Song quiz. Fly through. Oh, it's a quiz about birds. Now I get it. Fly through. Next up, it's time for Midwest Bias. And believe it or not, we've got more real thoughts. We ain't no robots. Yeah, well, well most of us aren't robots. And some are considered emotional robots. So uh, it's 50-50, really. We'll wrap it all up with feedback and, of course, more ridiculous Amazon reviews. All that, plus several conversational tangents. In a week, week, things happen. Yes, they do. And now we'll review. Yes, we will. Those things that happened. The things that happened. It's the speaking of tangents. Week in review. Oh, howdy, Mr. Fuse. Well, hello. How was How your you week? Um, it was a week. Okay. How In review. Uh, yes. Let's get, now let's review. Let's get right to it. So, last week, I said that I was starting this crazy Whole30 food plan. Mm-hmm. Not Whole Foods, right? Not Just Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Whole30, one word. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's uh, one word? One word, but there, it's 30 is not spelled out. It's whole three zero. You know, kind of like you can't stand um, two in a title of a song, the okay. number two. It's sort uh, of like that. Whole, the, the word 30 is not spelled out. Is it supposed to say, like, is it a pun? Is it supposed to say something else, like the 30 that I'm missing, that I'm not getting? I think 30 just stands for 30 days. Okay. Maybe, I don't know, I'm assuming they want you to continue on it after 30 days. Hmm. So I like, don't know. You know, like 130, whole 30? Is it? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. think so. That's terrible. I don't know. <laughs> but you also mentioned you were planning on starting like a no sugar, no carbs. Yes. No pretty much everything fast this week too. Yes. So, 21 days I'm doing. 21 days. How's it going? Or 20 days, you know, I'm give or take the last day. Um, it's going. <laughs> <laughs> Is it going fast re- enough for you? Um, it's actually not been too bad, except for the fact that black coffee is terrible, and mm-hmm. whoever says they actually like, like the taste of black coffee is a crazy person. <laughs> you can tolerate it, because like, I've been able to tolerate it for a day, but if you actually like that, it's like drinking a cup of cigarette butts. How, how would you know what cigarette butts taste like? Well, I actually ate cigarette butts as a kid that my grandmother would throw in the ashtray. So. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. You did what? Yeah. One of my earliest memories was I was like four to five years old. My grandmother, who smoked all the time and would keep me sometimes, you know, during the day, uh-huh. she would throw the cigarette butts in the ashtray and then like dump them out, you know, the, the back window. And I would go out in the backyard <laughs> and, and sit and eat cigarette butts so you'd you'd be out there waiting for them to come or after you saw them being thrown out the window you were you go get them 
Yeah, because I would be like, I, I imagine that the things going through my head, which uh, who, who knows what it actually was, was that, hey, I'm going to, she's putting these in her mouth and I would see them get smaller. And this is me looking at back at it now going, why in the world did I do that? Mm-hmm. Um, is that I, I thought she was eating them, I guess. And so I was like, ah, you know, you, you're a kid. You want to be like the people, you know, your parents or grandparents, your, yeah, your aunts yeah. or uncles, and you imitate them. And another reason not to smoke <laughs> around kids yes. if there wasn't enough already and for your own health. Um, and so I would get them and I would eat them and eat whatever was left of the cigarette butt. And I remember what that tastes like. I, it's like one of my earliest vivid memories of I can remember exactly what everything around me looks like and what the taste and the smell and everything. Um, so what, what if, if you, you're saying they weren't taste, they didn't taste good, right? Oh no. So why did you keep eating them? It wasn't a no one idea. and done situation for you? I was you? five years old. No, it <laughs> okay, wasn't a one and done. Old. I remember multiple times doing that. I thought you were talking about like last week. No, see, I, maybe I, I, maybe I would have been in the NBA or been like in the NFL if I hadn't stunned my growth by eating cigarette butts when I was five years old. You never know. Now, were these menthol or regular filters? Oh, I, I couldn't read, so I couldn't tell you, to be honest. Okay. Oh, God, that must have been disgusting. Yeah, and it really, it, it imagine what it would be like to take an ashtray full of cigarettes and like dump it in a blender with a little bit of dirty water and mix it up and then drink it. Uh, that's basically what it tasted like, and that's basically black coffee. <laughs> well, so, it's crazy funny, people. It's funny that you mentioned imitating your grandparents, because when yeah. I was... Five, six years old when I would go visit my grandparents who lived in Montana. So we saw them once a year, mm-hmm. if you know, if at all per year, but usually once a year, once every two years, I would imitate my grandfather and he drank black coffee. So at age five or six, here I was sitting with him, legs crossed, <laughs> drinking black coffee. And nice. apparently I used to like it. Then I, you know, became sane as I grew up and there decided I needed creamer. Um, so, but now I'm back to black coffee. Last week I told you that I was adding coconut milk, unsweetened coconut milk. Which might actually be worse than just plain black coffee. It, what it (laughs) does is it takes the edge off, the bitterness, a little bit of the bitterness out of it. Yeah, I can see that. But But isn't, isn't like, would you say it's, what kind of, what kind of milk? Coconut coconut, milk? Yes. I guess that's not as bad as almond milk. See, I, I for some reason when you say coconut milk, I'm equating that to almond milk, which is the devil. Yes. Um, so it's it's actually closer to like cow's milk. Oh, the taste, I think. Anyway. Yeah. Well, kind of. Yeah. There's a there's a slight coconut taste to it, which makes sense. I'm oh, glad. See, I can't stand coconut. Um. Ugh. But okay, so I gave coconut is the easiest way to ruin any cake or pie or anything. Put coconut on it. I agree. I don't really like the coconut stuff at the you know the shavings that they put at the top on the top. Oh no, it's terrible. But I will eat it. It's not like nuts and cake where I won't eat it. Well, I mean, I'm not insane. Yeah, of course it's not. It's but it's it's still pretty bad though. But so then I stopped using the coconut milk and went to black, and I had two days of thinking. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can do this, and I'm gonna stand with my people. <laughs> yep. My, you know, Norwegians and Swedes. We we don't. We're supposed to not put anything in our coffee. Yeah. Um, but it just it's okay taste wise. I I think I could do it, but it leaves such a bad taste in my mouth yes, for like that's hours. My problem with it. It's the aftertaste. It's the I could sit there and struggle through and tolerate. Just drinking it once it cools off a little bit. Just drink it as fast as I can drink it. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah, it's like lingers, and I can't, I can't do it. 
So yeah. right at this moment, I'm drinking coffee with almond or coconut milk back in it. No, <laughs> so going back to the coconut. Yeah, and I don't know if I'm going to just. This might be one of those things that I fail at continuing on with black coffee. This may be yes. as soon as day thirty-one comes, I'm going to add creamer back. Oh, I've already gone back to the creamer. I went day three. I went back to the creamer yesterday, yesterday afternoon. So I did Monday morning, Tuesday morning, because I only drank like one cup in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then yesterday I was like, man, I'm really tired. And I had to go out to a late band practice thing last night. And so I'm like, okay, Wednesday, I'm going to try a cup of coffee in the afternoon. And I just tried it. I'm like, I'm, this is going to make me literally go crazy. I have got to put something in this. And I tried milk and that didn't really do it. Um, And so I put just, you know, maybe a fourth of the creamer. You know, like I used to put way too much creamer. So mm-hmm. I put like just uh, enough just to, like you said, take the edge off to make it where it wasn't extremely bitter and it killed that aftertaste. And then I drank it and it's fine. So I did that again this morning and will continue to do that. Um, and I do not feel bad about that at all and have no problem saying okay, well, I'm good. giving up, you know, 99% of sugar and carbs. <laughs> and I'll have that little bit. And, you know, you got you to gotta stay within reason. I mean, come on. Yeah, well, we don't want you going insane over it. And besides, you get to choose. It's your deal. Yeah, there you go. Um, Yeah, so I I think that if it wasn't... So black coffee is going to be gone. But Mm -hmm. I think maybe what I'll end up doing is just adding a little bit of creamer. Like you said, maybe a fourth of what I used to add. And I bet you that would be way better than it is right now. Oh, it's tremendously better because, like you said, it kills that aftertaste. Yeah, yep. Is there anything else as far as this whole 30 or the lack of not eating things or anything else that has stuck out to you has been like tough or difficult for you at all in this so far? Yeah, I miss um I miss having something else to drink besides water yeah. and coffee and tea. I'm telling you tea might be you might like tea. I'm not a bitter taste person. Like I don't like beer. I don't like wine. I don't like anything that has a bitter taste to it. So I don't think tea is as bitter as coffee. Oh, tea is bitter to me. Okay. It's not as bitter, but yeah, tea is, I, I don't know how much of a difference that would make. I feel like I would end up wanting to put something in tea and I'm not going to put creamer in tea. So right. it would eventually in a couple of days of me trying to drink tea end up me with me trying to say, oh, you know, you know, rationalize and go, ah, a little bit of sugar, not gonna, and I'd end up putting sugar. Yeah, in, and that's not what I want to do. Well, I'm used to I'm used to putting honey in my tea, and now oh, yeah. I can drink tea. I can drink tea without honey. It's easier for me than coffee. Um, yeah, I don't, no. I'm missing the little after I eat a meal. I like a little bit of sweet. I'm missing that sweet, like a little piece of chocolate. Yeah, but I do have dried fruit. That's okay. Yeah, that's not bad. I've been eating watermelon, so. And, and I've apples. been eating um, kiwi. Oh, that's good, too. Yeah, kiwi and bananas occasionally. I don't like bananas that much. I'm not a big, huge, like, banana by itself fan. I like banana bread and, you know, bananas when you add other, like, banana pudding. Like, add, basically, I like the sugar, I like the banana flavor, but I don't like just a straight banana. Oh, speaking of pudding, maybe you should make the chia pudding that I made. Oh, no. <laughs> you emailed me about that, <laughs> and I wanted to say, have you, do, do you need some help? Do I need to contact somebody? <laughs> Apparently, that cannot be good. It it's not bad. Let's just say that. Because when I think of chia, I think of chia pets. Is it the same like stuff? Seeds, chia seeds. Yes. Is it the same kind of thing? So it's there are all sorts of recipes, and a lot of them have coconut uh-huh. milk in them. I do not put coconut milk in. It's just water, dates, 
Oh my gosh. Hemp seeds and chia seeds. You're killing me. Cashews. And then you blend cashews, that's not bad. You blend it up and then you let it sit in the fridge and then it turns into sort of a pudding type consistency and then you top it with fruits and your favorite coconut shavings. That and it's good. I had it for breakfast this morning. Let's just say it's not terrible. <laughs> it won't be something that I leave on the plan, probably. It's not staying on the diet, no. I like the banana raspberry muffin that we make better. Mm. And that's an egg-based muffin, not flour-based. So that's pretty good. Oh, cool. Yeah. And, and of has, course, has, I can eat... no sugar or anything? No sugar, besides okay. what the, ra- the natural ra- raspberry banana. Right, yeah. And of course, sweet potato fries are okay. And we eat those maybe too much. Do they have carbs in them? Yeah. Yeah, they do. But sweet okay, potatoes so and regular me. potatoes are allowed. See, if I could eat potatoes, I'd be, I wouldn't have any complaints at all. I could probably suffer the black coffee, maybe even if I could eat some sort of potato or carb or like things like that. But um, I've gone pretty much no carb. I mean, I've, I've been eating a little bit of peanut butter every now and then, mm-hmm. just by itself or on an apple, and that's been okay. Um, primarily, my diet is, has consisted of apples this week. So you need to get a little more. You need some protein. Well, yeah, that's why I've been doing the peanut butter with the protein. Oh. And I've actually bought some of those. I felt like, you know, I was 80 years old. I bought some of those insure, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> drinks, yeah. like little things. Yeah. But there, I, I drink one of the, it's, that. Those are primarily sugar. So I'm going to have to stay away from that. I mean, it's supposed to be, you know, milk protein. Um, but it they have to be loaded with sugar. They're so sweet. I tried to drink one. I couldn't even almost do it. It was like drinking a, you know, milkshake. Oh goodness, I don't I don't ever want to try one, although I'm probably I'm sure I'll probably have to at some point. Yeah, they're they're not bad. It just it just doesn't really I feel like this is way too much sugar to be, you know, to be included in the in the 21 days I'm doing no sugar. Um it's not really helping. Right. Uh, so yeah. um but the cool thing is the 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 byproduct of dropping all the other sugars even only 3 or 4 days later, I eat an apple and it's like eating candy. Yeah, you mentioned that. Super too. sweet. Yeah. yeah, that I don't. I don't get that. I. Well, I I've always loved apples, though. I mean, I couldn't eat them forever because I had my mouth inside would break out. I was like allergic to them, mm-hmm. and then like a couple of years ago, I, um, was like, I'm just gonna try this, and in perfect, in no problems. So I don't know what happened, but I, I, I'm glad because I've always liked like baked apples and like apple pies and stuff, and but could never eat like a raw apple. And now I'm eating apples. I. I've been eating like one or two apples a day uh, this week so far. And you're and now they're too sweet. Yeah, it's really it's really it really is like eating like a cookie basically is eating an apple to me now. Well, it's see, funny how the taste well. will change. Yeah. Yep. But the coffee, the coffee it's that black coffee is the it, it it's, it's awful. It's an <laughs> ashtray full of cigarette butts blended with water. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else been going on with you this week? The food stuff has been dominating my week. Yeah, it's it's really almost like it. Once you do this, the first few days, the first week, practically, um, it consumes your mind a lot of times. Yeah, it does. It's like give me more food. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if you're like me, I've I've been eating uh, as much you know like lean meat as I want, like fish or turkey or chicken and i ate a hot dog actually yesterday for the first time in forever and that was terrible so i won't do that again but um (laughs) been trying to eat chicken and stuff and it's like you get to the point of like i don't want this anymore i'm hungry but i don't want this anymore and i've done this before so i know it goes away after the first week but it really just makes me eat less 
yeah. because I'm just tired of eating, you know, meat or, yeah. or fruit, yeah, or vegetables. I don't have that problem. We made a really good chicken curry with vegetables dish two nights mm. ago and got a lot of leftovers, and that's still pretty good. Yeah, I, I can see that. Um, okay, anything else happened this week for you? Um, let's see. All kind of insurance stuff, but I think I will save that for another day because it is the saga continues. Let's just say that. Okay. Um, and um, I did get something in the mail, though, that was very awesome. You did? What'd you get? Yeah. Well, I think you know what it is. Well, I think I know, but you know, you do order from Amazon Prime now a lot, so it could That's be very true, yeah. could be any number of things. Well, but this I, was not from Amazon Prime. This was uh, from uh, our mutual acquaintance, Jeff, who does okay, t-shirts. Yep. He did all the t-shirt designs for Jingles Liver last year, mm-hmm. and somebody got him to design a t-shirt for me that is related to my Coke nicknames. Yes. I don't know who would have done that. Um, maybe somebody else on this podcast. But um, she got him to design this awesome looking shirt that we'll have, absolutely have to post a picture of uh-huh. at some point. Of um, It's supposed to be me with like a hoodie on, like a la Run DMC mm-hmm. um, shirts from the 80s. And it has OFG, Original Formula Gangster, you know, Young Fizzy, all that stuff on there. <laughs> and it's awesome. Yeah, he did a great job. Yeah. It was awesome. It was a great idea. And so whoever did that, I'd like to say thanks. And I'd like to say thanks to Jeff. Yes. It's incredible. I love it. Yeah. So um, we'll have to get that picture out there. Yes. I will I will take a picture of it uh, in the next day or two and we'll get it out. Uh, anything new that you got in the mail or anything new that you did or heard or saw or want to talk about? Um. No. I, I, got, I got a new camera in the mail last week. Oh. But, you know, first world problem, I haven't been able, it's been so darn cold, I haven't been able to go out and test it like I'd like to. Mm-hmm. I've done inside kind of, shots, but. What kind of camera is it? It's a Nikon. Nice. DSLR. Yes. And Patrick Moffick alerted it to me, alerted me that it was on sale. And so, cool. thanks, Patrick. I did pull the trigger, so now I'm just hoping for a decent day. Yeah, and you're going to have to post more pictures now that you have that awesome camera. Definitely. Be on the lookout for more smiling dogs. Okay. I hear that we have a new intern, new assistant. Yes, I have a new assistant that I brought on board, and I'd like to introduce her to the podcast. Great. Alexa, say hello. Hello. Her name is Alexa, and um, she's pretty cool. She sounds pretty cool. Alexa, are you cool? I try my best. See? She tries her best. <laughs> this thing, by the way, is really cool. I, I know we're choking around about it, but it's an Amazon Echo. It's, it's very cool. I got it like a couple months ago in an auction that Deanna went to where she works. That She got it cheap, so I was like, hey, we'll try it. And I just hooked it up like a week or so ago, and it's, it's pretty amazing, actually, how, how well it works. Wait a minute. You got it a couple months ago, and you just hooked it up? Yeah, I was like, eh, this thing, whatever. You uh-huh. know. But do Basically, you... when I saw Saliza, you know, raving about it, I was like, oh, it can't be that cool then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what else have you, I mean, you've had to have asked it crazy oh, things. Yes. Oh, yes. Or like her. This, is, this is probably my favorite. Oh, her. Yeah, definitely her. Mm-hmm. Um, this is my favorite thing so far. Alexa, my name is Inigo Montoya. Stop saying that. I've never <laughs> killed anyone's father. <laughs> Alexa, 
Inconceivable. You keep using that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it'll, wow. it's, it's loaded. It's loaded with things like that about movies, like obviously from Princess Bride and other stuff like that. But um, it'll do like Star Wars stuff. And the the coolest thing is though, it will like you can ask it random questions, and it doesn't seem to matter how I phrase it. It will figure it out, and it rarely does it say I don't understand what you're asking. So it's. It's pretty amazing. I was getting my kids to come up with just random stuff that they could ask it because just to say, hey, let's see if we can stump this thing. And they were asking it about dragons and, you know, because my son's into dragons and mm-hmm. my daughter's asking it all kinds of stuff about ballerinas. And it's like, I guess it's searching Wikipedia or it's doing some internet search and the queries come back so fast that it's almost like, I mean, they think it's a, a, an actual robot that lives in our house that knows everything. That's, so the robot squirrel has been replaced say, by the robot assistant. So your daughter's over the robot squirrel now that the tree's down. Yeah, tree's been gone for a couple of weeks, so she's she's done with that. Okay, but now, but now, now you have a new robot. squirrel, and she's yeah, not yeah. afraid of it. Oh no, she loves it because like it'll play twenty one questions or play twenty questions with you. Um, it'll do like Seinfeld trivia. Um, it'll do um, like obviously tell you the weather and stuff. And the the craziest thing that I did recently was I put it um, hooked it up to the calendar, my Google Calendar. Mm-hmm. And it'll put like information like I can say, you know, tell it to tell her to set a, a date or do this, set an appointment. And it'll do it. Um, and I usually don't keep a calendar, but with uh, doctor's appointments and stuff being the beginning of the year with new insurance, trying to get all these things scheduled. I got like, you know, 10 coming up in the next two weeks. So I'm like, I need, I need to get these nailed down so I know where I'm going. Um, and it's been really helpful for that. And I told it um, I had a meeting to go to at my son's school. Um, in February. And so this morning I tried to schedule it to say, Hey, can you do this from February, blah, blah, blah. And gave it the name of the meeting. Then I looked at my calendar on my phone and it said Friday, February 24th, eight to 9 AM. I die. <laughs> Which whoa, what? I don't know where, where it got that from because I, <laughs> I listed like the initials for the name of the meeting. It was like an EP meeting or something like that. Oh, and uh-huh. I don't know where it got I die from. So it's not perfect or or it's trying to kill me. So either one, either. <laughs> well, I have heard there are some stories like that from Alexa. Yeah, like, Alexa, do you know how? We don't really talk after what happened. So, we, I mean, yeah. We don't really talk after what happened? Yeah, so do how you know from how? 2001 <laughs> yeah. Space Odyssey? Yeah, so, I mean... That's Obviously, they know each other, so this this could be you know this could be the beginning of the end for me. <laughs> it's a, that's a fairly long death, eight to nine. Yeah, eight to nine on February twenty fourth. So we better get as much in as we can between now and then, and these podcasts. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I when I first got a cell phone, mm-hmm. I didn't have to. I don't have to use my laptop as much to look things up. I can just type it into my cell phone, which means I don't have to get up and grab the laptop and bring it over. I just have yes. my cell phone. And now we are lazy after all. And now you're telling me that I don't even have to pick up my cell phone and type anything in. I can just say Alexa. Absolutely. So like, it can, is making you, us lazier, but it sounds so wonderful. And yeah, it's it's very cool. I, I would I would recommend checking it out if you're interested in this kind of stuff. I'm not going to get into all the home automation for it because you can buy like light switches and light bulbs and stuff that you can say turn off the lights in this room. They're even having uh, like Ford, I think, is came out with a car now where you can say, you know, start my car 
and it'll start the car and it can control your car with your voice through this thing. So, yeah, that's is it voice activated or could somebody else break into your house and say that and then take your car? It's not like, it's not there... like voice print, like like password. It's it responds to the word from anybody who says the keywords. Right. So that could there could be some security issues. Oh, yeah. I don't think I want to connect it to my car because that's how we get into the Skynet. (laughs) That's that's our, you know, future foretold by the Terminator series. And you don't want to connect it to your bank, probably. Oh, no. no, no. (laughs) And you could there's there's all kinds of things you can connect it to to control. And I'm like, I want to control my calendar because I want to say, you know, add an appointment for this day for this, this, this. And it does it. I mean, you know, except when it's trying to kill me by doing that, but schedule my death. I die. It's very, it's very cool. And, you know, I was like, eh, this thing is probably okay. Cause I, I used tried to use Siri before and that thing screwed up all the time for me. I can't ever, it must be something about the way I talk. It doesn't understand me, but this thing is like right out of the box. This echo is, it works great. That's interesting. Cause Siri doesn't understand me either. I've had it often so many, like just yesterday I was trying to call Deanna and I said, call Deanna and it's called my neighbor who lives next door by accident. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And I'm driving and I'm trying to hit the button and hang up. And it's like, come on. Yeah. I won't get into what I call Siri, but it's not a very nice term. (laughs) Starts with a B. (laughs) Are you telling it to roll tens and (laughs) twenties? Yes. Okay. Dread botch. I got it then. Do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no or yes, it's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Answer no or yes. Um, no. So do we have any words or phrases this week for pronounce this? Definitely. There's a few. Okay. All right. And so the first word that I have is, um, it, it's used to describe... The, uh, the a part of your hair that sticks up um, okay. for no for in usually in the back of the hair. Uh, who's the guy from the alfalfa? The little rascals. Yeah, alfalfa mm-hmm. had one. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And it's spelled C O W L I C K. Oh, a cowlick. Yeah, cowlick. See, yeah. that is not how I say it. And what, I've. Uh, how else could you say it? It's colic. There's no like. It like a sick baby. Yes, exactly. Well, that's a different word, right? Uh, that's a different word, right? I think it. Uh, well, we could look that up, but I think nah. they are different words. But I have the reason this comes up is that I have a ridiculous colic, and. My hairdresser was saying, let's let it grow out, but that was driving me nuts, so then we cut it. Both of us are talking back and forth about colics, mm-hmm. and when I actually thought about the word, I was thinking, I don't think that it's now that I'm in tune with pronunciation stuff all the time, every time I hear yeah. somebody say something, <laughs> yeah. um, but it's spelled like cowlick. Yes, and that's how you should say it. I've, I've never, never heard, heard it pronounced. It, yeah, yeah, I've never heard anybody say colic. And I've never heard anybody pronounce it colic. <laughs> well, our, our... We have hit an impasse. We have yes. finally gotten here. Yes. So you say cowlick. Abs- uh, yes, absolutely. So why is it called cowlick? It's like a cow licked the part of your hair and it stands up. I thought that's where it came from. 
<laughs> like the birds putting the salt on the bird's tail? Yeah, of course. Everybody knows that's how you catch a bird. Everybody knows now. Yeah. And everybody knows that when your hair, if you're, if you have a part in your hair that, or a place in your hair that, you know, always wants to go in, you know, ornery direction, mm-hmm. that's a cow lick because a cow licked you there and that's how it just stuck when you were little. Well, I could certainly believe that that might be where that came from, cow lick. <laughs> yeah. Because it does kind of sound like that, you know, because who doesn't put their heads down at cow's reaches, in the reaches yeah. of the cow's tongue? Yeah, but, well, growing up on the farm, you know, that's the way it is. Have you done a lot of cow um, cow no. work? <laughs> My uncle had cows when I was a, a younger kid, but the, no, I've never, I've never lived on a farm. I've helped some friends out who had a farm, and, and see, uh, well, that's maybe where your hair—that's where you got the thing. It, that cow licked you. <laughs> the cow licked me twenty-five years ago, and it's still up. Yeah, well, I mean, when you get licked by a cow, you get licked. <laughs> you get licked. <laughs> yeah, so. Maybe this I mean, is entirely it, regional, but it's it's a colic. Okay, it has to be then, because I'd like to hear from more of the people from people around uh, different parts of the country. Because I'm pretty sure in the South, I've never heard anything but cowlick. That's an and I know how I know how us southern, yeah yeah I know how us Southerners tend to overpronounce stuff at times and drag it out like uh-huh. cowlick. Yeah, but I've heard people from you know all over the country say cowlick. So I mean, look at it. Look at the word. We talk, call this pronunciation. I know. It's literally C-O-W, cow, yep. L-I-C-K, lick. <laughs> so put those two together, like you're on the, on the Sesame Street, where cow, lick, well, cow lick. If we went by how the words were spelled. Yeah, that's true. You got me there. Colic. <laughs> I can, I could be, I could be, f- touche. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> I could be persuaded that it's cowlick, and of course that sounds cooler. Yeah, and I could be persuaded that it's cowlick. Okay. Or no, colic. <laughs> is that how you're saying it? Colic, C-O-L-L-I-C-K. Yeah, which is colic is in it C-O-L-I-C that a baby, yes. that babies have? I think that is correct. Which I know that well because my first kid had that, and I wanted to throw him out the window at times when he was a baby. Yeah, so maybe it... Maybe the pronunciations have merged for some people because the baby had colic, but the other person mm-hmm. thought they were saying cowlick, and so for some reason, they've merged those two. Oh, and they were concerned that the baby's hair was going to be messed up. Exactly. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. We better move on to the next one. Yeah. Maybe we'll agree on this one. Well, the next one was... The next three are ones that I've heard recently. Okay. So the next word is R-E-M-N-A-N-T. Like if you're going to a carpet store and they give you, you know, a little sample mm-hmm. or... Um, oh, yeah. Remnant. Ha- remnant. Okay, that's how I would pronounce it too, remnant. Yay. But the person I was talking to was describing that he was getting remnants. No, that's wrong. I thought so. That's right, because that's like <laughs> your eminence. That's what that yeah. sentence rhymes with. That no. So he, he was just kept saying, "Well, the, we got five, six remnants, and we're going to te- check them out." And and I was thinking to myself that I didn't think it was remnant, but maybe it's like cowlick. <laughs> it could be, could be, but that seems uh, more like he's reading that M and that N as as not one sound, uh-huh. but rem and ants. Rem and ants, yeah, maybe. Which I, I think that's 
I've never heard that before, but that could be. Who knows? You haven't heard Remnant? Uh-uh. Okay. Well, I hadn't either until about three days ago. Okay. Now, the next word is, this is just me hoping and thinking that I'm hearing this incorrectly. Okay. So, Tony Kornheiser, you know, recently announced that he is buying a new restaurant. Yes. Chad's at Friendship Heights. Yes. Isn't that right? Yes. And that he's gotten advice to put this machine in the corner or wherever that plays music. You put a coin in it and it, you play yes. music. A jukebox. Say it again. Jukebox. Spell it. J-U-K-E-B-O-X. So you're pronouncing the K, right? Jukebox. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. I swear I've heard him say it three or four five times now, and I swear he's saying jute box. Like T? J-U-T-E? Yes. And I hmm, keep possible. thinking to myself, well, is he saying jute? And then I'd rewind it, and I'm like, <laughs> I swear he's saying jute. But I never heard of jute box. And then I started thinking, well, am I saying it wrong? Is is it not a jukebox? No, it's a jukebox to me, 100%. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know if anybody else heard that or if I need to get my ears checked. But I heard jute box. Well, don't ask me when it comes to vision and hearing lately. So, okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna you know step aside on that. I'm not gonna arbitrate that. <laughs> All right, that's a that's a that's that's a good uh, fair point. But yeah, I think he's probably I, surely he's he doesn't think it's J U T. I think he's probably just that's the way that the J U K E is coming out. I, I would be shocked if he didn't know that it was a, with a K. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, but it was. I wasn't. That's funny though. The first time I heard it, I thought, I just misheard that. But then I heard it three more times, and I thought, hmm, I don't think I'm mishearing it, but maybe I'm the only one. So anyway, the last one I heard on, sometimes I get home from work early enough to see Highly Questionable on ESPN. Mm -hmm. Is that Dan Lebertard's show? Dan Lebertard and Bomani Jones and Poppy, mm -hmm. Dan's yeah. dad. Um, so they were talking about, they were they were introducing... Uh, a video of it was another country and they were playing badminton and they mm -hmm. were they were just going crazy they they were coming up with you know the most ridiculous and crazy s saves like you'd think there was no way they'd get to the shuttlecock and they did yeah diving all over the place and recoveries lots just really a a huge volley that lasted forever and they start talking about is this badminton game, is this getting lit? Yeah. Is this a, a millennial phrase, lit, or um, a new it's phrase? It's a phrase that's came up. In, it's, it's a word that's been, you know, kind of uh, taken and applied to a different thing, like given it a different, like, definition. You've heard of, the, like, Urban Dictionary, right? Yes. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Lit means, you know, it's getting fired up. It's getting, you know, exciting. It's getting good. Okay, um, like on fire, lighting you know, it like, up. Like getting hype. So. This party's lit, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, I guess. And then it also could be, well, you know, I know what I'm you're lit. Saying now. Which could be, you know, too much alcohol. Yeah, yep. But um, lit means, you know, good. It's, it's exciting. Okay, so it's a relatively new term, though. Um, last several years. I've heard it several years ago. Okay, so several years. in this way. But am I, maybe I'm, I'm thinking who watches ESPN? 
how, I mean, maybe I'm wrong on the demographic of who watches ESPN. Are people that watch ESPN going to know what they're talking about? Oh, yeah. They didn't even explain what lit meant. I would be absolutely, I would feel certain that people who watch ESPN know what lit means. Yes. Okay. Because I'm, context. you know, I'm halfway intelligent and I figured out what they were talking about, but I, I didn't really know. Well, I mean, you're more than halfway. <laughs> Three quarters. Fifty-fifty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Fifty-fifty. That's a good one. So anyway, this this uh this podcast is about to get lit. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna get lit. It's gonna get lit because we're moving into the quiz. Oh, I thought you meant it was gonna get lit like literal. <laughs> Sorry. And you know what? Speaking of pronunciations and shortening words, mm-hmm. Robert from Winnipeg. Oh, yeah. And I just can't say his last name, and I'm not going to try to butcher it. But Robert S.Z. is the first two terms. Uh, first two Robert letters. from Winnipeg. That works for me. I can say that. Yeah, Robert from Winnipeg. He let us know on Facebook at Speak Tangents that the ship is comes from worship. Do you not listen to our podcast? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. Not worship. Relationship. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. I know I said that last week. Or... That makes more sense. This is a song with words about a quiz that I'm singing. That should end what this segment is. Okay, I'll tell you. It's a quiz. What do we know? So yes, we have a quiz, and we got a lot of feedback after last week's quiz. Oh, the country quiz? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to read a few of them. But okay, good. The few, the, the few general themes are, one, rhinestone cowboy debacle. <laughs> yeah, that's got to be number one. Two, people liked the quiz and knew the answers. Wow. Or three, they did not like it and thought it was dreadful. I'm probably in... The three category. <laughs> yeah, me too. And except I for it. except for I did enjoy the rhinestone cowboy disaster. Oh yeah, that was fabulous. The fact that that, just, that um, you couldn't have you couldn't have literally scripted it any better than that. The fact that we spent so much time in the other episode that that came up the one second one with John where we missed it, saying oh if we had just had you know more than one second of that we'd easily get that no problem we know that song and then we had yeah. a whole verse practically and could not come up with it. I know, and that is just insane because the person to whom I'm related by marriage heard the first second and said, "Rhinestone Cowboy." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's not. She's not coming on to do any quizzes with us. <laughs> <laughs> you got a ringer there. Uh, yeah. So um, these are all from Twitter. Jenny Robbins okay. at Robbins underscore Jenny with a Y. She said, Glenn Campbell stumped you guys twice in quizzes. Exactly, Jenny. Yep. And then John Miller said, um, he's at, a, at JKM563, the person who made the quiz has to be my age. I knew most of the songs, all early 70s country pop. Uh-huh. And he didn't know the artist, he said. And then Old Man Beeston, same Twitter handle, at Old Man Beeston, he said if you were an over-the-road trucker, you would ace this quiz. So apparently that's the kind of music he's hearing when he's on the road. Oh, yeah. That, that makes sense. I, um, I grew up in an era, I, you know, I think you were about to, where you, 
did the same where um, CBs and things were when we were kids. CBs were a big deal, yes. and you know, truckers. And remember that movie Convoy, which uh-huh. <laughs> I always think is hilarious. Yeah. But also, I mean, I think somebody sent us an email at one point about we should do or a tweet a tweet that we should do some version of Convoy as a jingle for something. And uh, I am all for yeah. that. It was for um, Michael Kornheiser's. At one point, had a CDL license, and he was maybe going to get it again. Oh yes. <laughs> That'd be a good one. So I can totally uh, and then see the truck. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that convoy would be great. Yeah. And Jen Babish at J Bab Sports Chick. She said the country greats quiz was quite painful to listen to. No more yeah. like that, please. <laughs> oh, it was it was painful to experience as we were doing it too, going, we are missing all of these. Uh-huh. And but you know what? Somebody he wanted to know Joe Maloney at Joe the ITO, mm-hmm. Joe the Ido. He wanted to know if he got any points for recognizing that the countdown music at the end of the dreaded country music quiz was he recognized it from a UK game show. Wow, that's a good pull. Definitely points. Yeah, for he that. gets points for oh, that. Yeah, double points, bonus points. Yeah. So um, Jen Babish asked us to do nothing something not like a country quiz again okay uh so that's what we're gonna do now all right so also this week luke overby tweeted us at luke overby should we be calling out birds we see for speak tangents like license plates for the tony kornheiser show now sure and then he followed that up with if so, I saw a downy woodpecker, and he he sent us a picture, which I I loved. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That's awesome. <laughs> and then so Jenny Robbins then said that her orthonology professor would be proud of my avian knowledge. Mm. I am not an ornithology expert. And I'm not either. But that quiz, that tweet, gave me an idea that we're going to try today. Okay. A bird quiz. Can you recognize these North American birds by their call? Okay. My answer is no. I cannot. <laughs> is my guess. Now, Jenny Robbins also sent us a bird quiz uh, via Twitter, but if that was a visual quiz and that'd be tough for us. So um, I went searching for what little there is out there about audio quizzes for birds and found this one. Okay, so this already has something in common with the country quiz, which is there's not many of them out there. Are we getting into that <laughs> same right. kind of territory again? Yeah, we are. Okay. So this I'm one, I, I was actually looking for Iowa birds because I feel like I know Iowa birds. Oh, but home we'll field see, advantage maybe. is what you're looking for. Home I state. need a home field advantage. <laughs> no. I definitely... You have a category advantage, uncategorically in this category. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, we're gonna. There are nine birds, and there are only I nine birds in the world. Nine birds on this quiz. Oh, okay. And um, okay, so why don't we just start? Sure. And this, then this we'll is the see. audio file you sent me, right? Yes. Okay. And I'll see. Let's see if I can bring it up here. And does this have answers as we go, or? Oh no, the answers. Oh my god! So here's how. So okay, I can't so even, I, ha- I might, I might be guessing the same bird multiple times. Then, well, I will write them down for you and tell you if you 
answered it incorrectly. Are you? Have you repeated any answers? Okay. You know my. Um, no, I'm saying I might be guessing because I might run out of birds to oh, guess. Oh, I see. <laughs> I may not know nine birds. <laughs> yeah, you will. But you know, um, most of my knowledge of birds comes from sports teams mascots. So I, I'm. So that's basically what I'm going with. Yeah. Yeah, falcons and cardinals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So no, the bird quiz was a video that. I'm going to give you the first answer because I saw the first answer. So we're going to, if there's really eight of them. All right, let me get, I want to guess it just in case. They may be the only one that I know. Okay, I will let you guess it. Okay. And then what I had to do then was elicit help from our um, intern, okay. not Alexa, but Francesca. Oh, okay. And Francesca watched the video and wrote down the answers and put them in a sealed envelope, which I will open after the quiz. That was very and, nice of Francesca to do that for us. Yes. And so don't, uh, you know, you'll have to trust me and Francesca. Okay. Um, but that's kind of how, so I turned the video into an audio quiz so that we can't, because otherwise it would show us the answer right afterwards. Oh, so. okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And and this is, this goes on our, you know, we, we trust each other to not cheat. So. Yes. So the first one, like I told you, I'll give you the answer, but um, why don't we just start it up? All right, just uh, hit play. Yeah. All right, first bird. Okay, I've definitely heard this call. Is it a call, a song? What do you call it? I think you could do call or song. Okay, I've heard this bird before. All right. It goes on for a while. Okay. There, that's the end of it, so you'll hit pause. Okay, got it. Um, Okay, what's your guess? I can give you a hint. Okay, give me a hint. This bird is typically, uh, if it comes back, it's usually the first sign of spring. Oh, robin. Yes. Okay. So robin is the answer that I saw. Bird facts. And I, and I don't think I would know it, actually. So this might be a dooming. Okay, I probably wouldn't have gotten it if you hadn't have um, gave me the springtime, because that's, I know, I know that's like the spring bird, so. Yes, so that was Robin. Yeah, and I've definitely heard that one, so that that, okay. that bodes sort of well. Yeah, should give you some hope. Mm-hmm. Okay, number two, you ready? Yep. <coughs> okay, I absolutely know what this is. Yeah, me too. You want to hit stop? Yeah, might as well. Because um, I have these that land on the gutters of my house, mm-hmm. and one was on there yesterday that I had to shoo away. Because I can hear them land on the gutters. And it sounds like somebody is crawling on my roof and like ripping my gutters off my house. Oh my! I, hear, like, I don't the have metal that clanging. problem. Yeah, it's a crow, this is right? Russell Crow. Yeah. Yes, Russell Crow. That was going to be my hint for you. Okay. Wait, okay, so. But that you you knew it. I knew you were it hit immediately because you knew it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I knew it, it absolutely basically. a crow, uh, and is what we're both going with. We don't know one hundred percent for sure if that's correct, but not that's until correct. the. Sealed envelope becomes unsealed. But that's absolutely a crow, right? Unless it's some weird bird that sounds like a crow. It has to be a crow. North American birds. Okay. Crow. All right. So that, yeah, next one. This bird sounds Hmm. aggressive. Yeah, it does. Like it's attacking something almost. I've heard this too. I have two. Um... Or it's a warning call. I think that's the end of that one. Okay. Um, but it sounds like... 
Yeah, it does sound like that. Exactly. You Almost hit it similar on the to head. the crow, but like obviously a different tone. Um, I'm going to go sports team. Okay. Fallback, aggressive bird, and say blue jay. Or blue bird. Is it, is, there's a such thing as a blue jay, right? Yeah. I mean, Toronto I think, blue jays are... You know, what, blue jays not a... Toronto blue jays. Blue jays not a bad guess. I think blue jays have several different calls. This one could be one of them. Um... The only I'm basing this on I know that Blue Jays are I've been told I remember as a kid when my grandmother used to you know tell me about birds that it was Blue Jays were aggressive birds and I've seen them like attack other birds and stuff. Blue Jays that, are aggressive, yes. Okay, so that sounds aggressive to me. So I'm going sports teams plus aggressive bird Blue Jay. Now I I don't know this one like I knew Crow. Okay. Oh, um, I don't either. <laughs> this is a complete guess. But you have convinced me that this is Blue Jay. It was either going to be... You might be listening to the wrong person. You were absolutely listening to the wrong person. Well, what, what, Blue what else Jay, would you have said besides Blue Jay? Well, it was the sports team that really got me. It really convinced me. Mm-hmm. Well, don't they look mean on those helmets and stuff? On yeah. Those um, I would have said some sort of finch, but I think it's too loud and aggressive of a call to be a finch. Yeah, because a finch is like a little bitty bird like you can keep as a pet, right? With a little orange beak. Is that a finch? Or is that uh, a... Well, a lot of them else. have orange beaks. Okay. Could be goldfinch. Um, you you might be talking about an oriole. Mm. That would probably be one of my guesses. So. Oriole. <laughs> oriole. All right, I'm going to put an oriole down for this one, although right, you probably going, are right. I'm going Toronto Blue Jays. Okay. All right, next one. So far, at least I've heard these calls before. Yes. All right, I know what I'm going to guess for this. Um, okay, let me listen to this a little longer. A lot of background birds. So we're going with the, the foreground bird, right? Not the background? Yes, yes. Because that sounds like two different birds. Okay, have you heard enough? Yeah. Enough to be as good of a guess as I'm going to guess. Um, All right. What's your guess? An owl's a bird, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say owl. It sounds like he's okay. saying who in there somewhere. It does sound like an owl to me. And there are also what I think to hear in the background. I think I'm hearing crows, which mm-hmm. crows crows hate owls. Or it's the other way around. They don't They don't get along well. And I think crows will peck at owls. Really? Owls are tough dudes. I know. I think the crows, I might be wrong. It could be the other way around, but it wouldn't surprise me to hear a bunch of crows screaming in the background. However, that sounds to me like it's, the first instinct is an owl, but you said owl, and it kind of sounds to me like a morning dove or a turtle dove or a rock dove. I is think it the same all... like doves, like magicians release doves? Or yes, like in kind John of. Woo movies? Kind of. Morning okay. dove. Okay, I thought um, I thought doves cooed. Is that what it's doing? Maybe it is. You want to, let's listen again. Okay, I think I still got some of it to listen to. Okay. Nope. Hold on. Let me back here. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I'm gonna stick with Al because that was my first saying, guess. He's kind of saying who though. He's kind of saying. But that what you just did sounded more like a dove to me. Like I a, think it's a morning dove. I'm going right. to stick with that. I'm staying owl because I would have never said dove. I would have said owl. So okay. I'm staying owl. All right. Number five. Number five. 
Oh, I definitely know this one. All right, I've heard this before. In my backyard. Yep, probably. North American bird. I'm going to lean on sports teams again and go cardinal. That's my guess as well. Okay. I uh, will hear these cards. Or as I like to say, Redbird. Yes, which so does a lot of people. The St. Louis Redbirds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll hear this bird at my parents' house, and then we all start uh, mimicking, and then the cardinal will speak back to us. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. I never thought to try that. I, I, Mm -hmm. I, I have several cardinals that hang out in my backyard every now and then, and that's what that... I, I think that's them making that noise. Well, I think you've told me that you're not that great at whistling, so... Oh, no, maybe. I can't whistle at all. Yeah, okay. All right, I think that's absolutely a cardinal. Okay. Number six. Number six. <laughs> I've heard this, too. Me too. You hear the crows in the background? Yes. I have this bird at my house too. I think I'm going to guess the only other bird that I can think of right now. Sparrow. Because it sounds like a small bird. A sparrow is a small bird, right? Yes, a sparrow is a small bird. I'm going to go with a, some sort of finch. Okay. But... It's probably not a finch. Now, it's probably. now, let me say this. A sparrow, I could be way wrong on this. A sparrow is like a little brown bird, like round, that kind of hops on the ground a lot, pecking. Is that um, a sparrow? Sparrows can be on the ground, but you might be referring to, well, I don't want to give it away. Maybe it's coming later in the quiz, but oh, there are, okay. are a, gray, a grayish type of bird, mm-hmm. and then he's got like a gray white and brown. breast. No, this is all gray, brown, like mostly brown, and I see them like, they're real small, like small. It's like finch size, or maybe even smaller. Is well, what maybe I think you're talking is. about a wren. Maybe. But sparrows are brown. And small, right? Yeah, they're fairly small. Okay, because what I'm thinking this is, I've seen it, and I thought I think it makes this sound, and I've seen it hopping around like in my backyard and stuff. So. If you if you get this one, I swear. All right, <laughs> <laughs> number seven. <laughs> I could be wrong on every one of these, but crow. No, you're not wrong on crow and robin. And cardinal, I mean. Oh, yeah. I know what this is. Also have these in my neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Yep. Definitely know what that is. So, you want to guess, or, or do you want to say it? Do you want me to say it? Um, These are... Uh, birds that, uh, these are, um, sounds like a goose, but I'm going to say, uh, like a Canadian geese. Right. That that's is, the only, they're like brown the and black and white. That's the only yeah. kind of one that I know of that they fly through. They like these, we have a pond with, they call it a lake. It's a pond in our neighborhood that they <laughs> will fly through. So twice a year they camp out in our pond around the area. And so they have these little bitty, you know, like little baby geese, like following them across the road and stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah, do you know what baby geese are called? Gosling. Ryan, yes, Ryan Gosling. Yes. Um, ge- yeah, it's definitely geese, and Canadian geese would be the proper term. Okay. Are, are, so are there geese that aren't Canadian? 
Like, are there ones that immigrated from Canada to America? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I just know Canadian geese. Yeah. Like, it's like, you call it Canadian bacon. We just call it bacon. I right. Mean, is there like an American geese? I don't American think goose? so. I don't think so. Okay. I think it's pretty well known as just geese or goose. Okay. Um, all right. gets all the cool stuff. Yeah, they do. Okay. Including Ryan Gosling. Is he from Canada? Yeah. So him He's... and Ryan Reynolds are both Canadian, right? Yep. They become more and more the same to me every time I hear something about them. They they're, they do. They're, they could well, be the they're same similar. person. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay, number eight. We're almost there. Two more. All right. I'm still on Canadian geese. The, yeah, it'll probably go on forever. Like, who doesn't know this one? Yeah, I I think I know what this is. Okay. Pretty sure. Um, I'm running out of birds here. I know it's not an eagle. <laughs> not an eagle. I know eagle. it's not a hawk or a falcon or a nope. seahawk or a... Um, not a seahawk, you're right. What are, the, what are the bird mascots? In? Cardinals, Orioles. Orioles. I don't think it's an Oriole. But I could Cardinals, be wrong. Orioles, Blue Jays. We, I, I've already guessed Blue Jay and Cardinal. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I want to give my chance ma- of maximum getting them right. So, <laughs> which is a terrible sentence, but I don't want to guess. I don't want to double up. Um, so it's not a hawk. It's not an ostrich. Um, trying to figure out how to give you a hint, but I don't even know that if you don't know your birds. Hmm. It's this also little, sounds like a really small bird to me. It's a little bird. Okay. Yep, really little. Um, kind of white and black. Black around the eyes. Um, a chickadee. Are you kidding me right now? They have black, black eyes, right? Yes, it's a chickadee. No. <laughs> that's a chickadee, for that's sure. A good hint. The black, I, wouldn't, I don't think I'd have got it without the black eyes. So you know uh, that absolutely that's a chickadee. I think that's a chickadee, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'd have got that just from the call, but that's a good hint. <clears throat> well, thank you. All right, number nine, final <laughs> Last bird. One. Yeah. Right. This one. I've, I've heard this bird before. I've heard this call. This almost sounds like a when in a movie or a TV show, they want to put like a soundtrack underneath, like ambient sounds, and they want it to be like a forest or like a jungle not not really jungle i guess forest yeah not they a would use this i've heard this like in movies and tv shows okay i'm still <clears throat> listening here okay i want to nail this one but i and the echo of it makes me think it's some, okay i think i know what that is it's some that's recorded in a forest or they put an effect on it to make it sound like it's in a forest it's like it's not a I doubt it. I doubt there's any effect on it. Okay, so it's a bird that lives in a forest. Are there birds that specifically live in like more forested areas? You know, well, you know what I'm saying. Like could... when you hear like the ambient sounds, like from TV shows and movies, yeah, when they're walking yeah. in the forest, it's like, and that the sound bird like could be in a just in a forested area at the time of the recording. Okay. I just have a guess, but I I have I no idea what the, that bird is, but I'm saying it's. That was recorded in a forest. Okay. Or some sort of wooded area. 
do you have any more any more birds on your list to just throw in a guess? I'm out of sports team birds. Um, it's not a chicken. It's, it's not, not a chicken. A duck. I don't think it's a duck. It's not a toucan. I don't think so. I don't think that's a North American bird. Oh, okay, that's a yeah, that's a rainforest bird. But you call it toucan, and I call it toucan. So I'll go either way. Toucan, toucan. If okay. I'm saying toucan, Sam, like the cereal, yeah, fruit loose, yeah. I'm going toucan. But toucan. Um, let's see. I'm trying to name other birds. Um, vultures. It's not that. It's this is this is a song would be considered a songbird, right? Yeah, and and I would give you a hint, but I. I feel like my hint might lead you to the wrong answer because I'm not oh. for sure on the answer. All right, I know you said before this is based. I'm out of birds, so I'm gonna. You said finch before, mm-hmm. so I'm going finch because I really right. don't. I don't know. So that bird is in a forest, finch. though. That bird's in trees somewhere. Yeah. Now, I, I my I'm going between two different birds, but I'm pretty sure if I had to pick between these two birds, either a grosbeak or a wren, I'm gonna pick a mm. wren. Okay, I've never heard of the first one, so wren. So I'll choose wren. I've heard of a wren before, but I would have okay. never came up with that as a bird. So I'm okay, should I open the results? Which can't be. Yeah, let's see what see what we got. And as I'm looking back at my answers, there's no way number three is an oriole. I bet you you got it with blue jay. Oh, that was the mean one, right? The mean bird, aggressive yeah. bird. Yep. So here we go. I'm opening it. Okay. All right, number one this is, is fancy Robin. production right here. Yeah, number one is Robin, and you you and I both got that because cool. we started out that way. Yeah, you number gave me two, spring. Yeah, number two is Crow. Yep, we obviously got that one. And number three, Blue Jay. Yeah, it's a mean bird. The way that you come up with these, I just... I, I it's unbelievable to me. It's the same way I answer questions on Jeopardy. I don't always know the answer, but they give it away in the context. Yeah. You have to read the subtext of what they're saying. Like the question often gives it away, and I'm like, oh, and I can narrow it down, and that's how I guess stuff. Um, that's oh a mean gosh. bird. Okay, I'm looking at the answers, and yeah, okay. Number four is morning dove. Oh, so, so not I an, that's that the one, one I said owl, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, but it, I, I thought it was an owl when I first did this. That dude sounded like he was saying who. He did when he first went on, but then when I heard it a few times, I thought, nope, this is a morning dove. Yeah, when Number you said, five, and it's an actual, is that a different from a regular dove? Is there a difference? I think, I think morning dove is also referred to as a pigeon. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Pigeon is a rock dove. Those are interchangeable. Really? Morning dove is on its own or a turtle dove. Okay. I think so, morning dove and turtle dove are the same. Is it like a dove that gets up before noon or is it a like morning like some other kind of like you know I believe it's in morning M O O O U M O U R N I N G. Okay. That makes more sense. Um and I believe I said rock dove. I think it's called a rock pigeon. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm getting things confused now. Well, pigeons and doves kind of they got to be related at least a little bit cuz they kind of look similar if you, you know, Squint at him. Yes. Yeah, right. Squint at him. Uh, number five, we both got a cardinal. Cool. Um, number six, I guessed a finch. You guessed a song sparrow, or sparrow, and you got it right because it's a sparrow. Yeah. 
sparrow, which is a and, little brown bird, right? Yeah, yeah, they're little brown birds. Okay. Now the 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 rest neither you you won this quiz. Okay, number seven what? is a number seven is a Canadian goose. Okay, we both so we got, got that. that. Um, number eight is a chickadee. We both got that. Which I wouldn't have got without your hint of its little brown bird with black eyes. Okay. And number nine, I guessed a wren, and you guessed a finch, and neither one of us got it. It was a wood thrush. What? Which I've never heard of a wood thrush. Does the wood part mean it lives in the forest? Yes. Okay, so I, I Let's won't. Let's go with that. Yeah. Okay, well, if you're going to... Chicken, if you're saying that I basically gave you chickadee, which we have never done in the past, when you've given me clues, I've gotten the point. So I think <laughs> you should probably get the point. But you got... You got six, I mean seven, and I got six. Well, I, I'd say we tied on that one because you gave me that one. I, I, we, I did much better than I expected on that crazy thing. Yeah, there's only nine, and getting six out of that nine is not bad. Um, not so there, there we have it. That's totally different from a country quiz. I hope you like that, Jen. <laughs> well, country, if, if you live in the country, you would <laughs> That's true. hear all these birds. I mean, I don't even live in the country, and I've heard most of those. Yes, you know what you you never do terribly. Hey, I, here, here's the thing: if you go based on what you know and mm-hmm. just guess in context, you get sixty, seventy percent right most of the time. That's true, but these were birds. You said Sports you didn't teams. even know any birds, and you're well, you're like, I, oh yeah, my grandmother told me that blue jays were aggressive, and that call sounds aggressive, so I'm gonna go with blue jay. I spent what? a lot of t- <laughs> I spent a lot of time outside when I was a kid, when I was like less than 10, 12 years old, and would spend it with my grandmother, and my great grandmother, and grand and grandfather. I you know stayed with them a lot during the day after school and stuff, and during you know before I was five, you know, eating cigarettes and stuff. Um, yes, and they had gardens, and so I learned how to you know, and it. I don't remember that stuff, but it somehow is like my osmosis has seeped into my brain, and every now and then I can pull it out randomly, and I don't know where it comes from. So that's my it's, grandmother it's did too, teach me a lot about birds, I guess. So thank you. Um, in my defense, blue jays have several different calls, and I feel like if I'd heard a different one, I would have gotten blue jay. I've also seen cartoon blue jays, like depict blue jays depicted in cartoons that go rah, rah, like that, and that just seems mean. So that's maybe me they think are of blue mean, jay. and they do knock other birds out of the feeder. Yeah, I've seen them actually come after, like attack birds in my backyard. Yeah, they do. They definitely do. Before you hit the button, please do think twice. Try a slice of Midwest bias. Remember last week I tweeted out, um, well, I think you saw it anyway. I was working on the, I tweeted a picture, said, working on my, on my Minnesota nice segment. Oh, with the pencil? And a picture of, yeah, my new moleskin notebook, courtesy of Juniper Berry Design, my sister-in-law shop on Etsy. Check it out. She's really great. Yeah, those are, those are cool. And my, and my new pencil. pencil. The pencil got my attention. Yeah. Well, the pen, (laughs) the pencil was a gift from my friend Ellen. She gave it Mm -hmm. to me for my 40th birthday. But um, so this pencil, should I just tell people what it said on it? So of course, I I wrote Minnesota nice in my mol- my moleskin notebook, and then the pencil says, "Take note, bitches." <laughs> Are you going to roll some tens and twenties with that too? Yeah, exactly. That's funny. And, I like that pencil. And it came with it's a package of pencils, and they all had different sayings on it. saying. Oh, saying. so there's multiple. Yes. Multiple sayings. Okay. So. I, I'm gonna just tell you what they say because they're pretty I, funny. Yes, I have, yes, you have to now. So take <laughs> they're note. They're all that good. 
Take note, bitches was the one that I that I did. And then mm-hmm. here's another one. Getting <laughs> done. Being <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> on the pencil, really? Yeah, yeah, on the pencil. Um, write that <laughs> down, which <laughs> like is my personal one. favorite. Yes, I like that one. And a doodle do. What does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like cock a doodle do. I don't know. <laughs> or doodling with the pencil, doodling. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Probably that's, doodling, that's, not cock. Yeah, that totally makes it. Okay, so anyway, I was thanks. Say, what, what thanks. That do with a rooster. I know. Thanks, Ellen. Those pencils are great. But anyway, yeah, those are great. She, she, I rec, I asked her. Well, she, she said she wanted to say she wanted to give me a recommendation for doing Minnesota Nice. She said maybe, maybe an Oli and Lena joke. So it, it that isn't really Minnesota nice, but it is. Uh, kind of, it's kind of perfect for Midwest bias because, especially because you've never heard of it. So I was just going to ask you: Do you know what Oli and Lena jokes are? I, I don't even know if those are words that you're saying. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Oli, are, are we still speaking English? O l o l e Oli. It's a Norwegian name, like Sven. Oh, like Ole. Kind of like, like Ole. Yeah, but you okay. say Ole. Oh, okay. And Lena, L-E-N-A, Lena is a Norwegian name or a Swedish name, Lena. Like Lena Dunham. Yes. The, uh, I guess, what is she, the creator of Girls? Is yes. That what she did? Yeah. Yeah. Which so, I've never seen. I've seen three episodes, hated it. All right. Didn't get it. Anti-recommendation. Yeah. So right. Ole and Lena, and, and Sven, Sven and Ole have, they also have, their own categories of jokes. So, so Oli and Lena are typically married. And are these like actual people, or are these just? These are characters set. The okay. Characters in in jokes by Scandinavian Americans, particularly in the Midwest. So that's why I put it in I've Midwest never, bias. Never ever heard of this. Yeah, so, well, I guess I don't so, live in the Midwest, and I'm not Scandinavian, so that makes yeah. sense. So Norwegians make fun of Swedes and vice versa. Oh, okay. So it's it's kind of like if you're. You know, sometimes Minnesota and North Dakotans will swap jokes and, and make fun of North Dakotans or Iowa, or maybe you have something like that with Georgia and Florida. I don't know. Oh, yes. Well, uh, I mean, everybody has that with Florida. But, yeah, um, that's true. Georgia and like Alabama, it's like, you know, how do you how do you make sure you can park in a handicapped uh, parking spot in Alabama? You put your diploma from the University of Alabama in the, you know, in the, in the, in the back of the car. <laughs> yeah, so things like that. Yeah. Okay, but it's yeah, yeah. it's 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 it, it was never it's not jokes that people that actually were born in Norway or born in Sweden would tell. These are immigrant jokes that when people came to the US making fun of their language and making fun of not understanding things. And so it's I I distinctly remember my grandparents sitting around telling these jokes while they're playing cards or something and okay. using the old accents, the Minnesota nice accent that we you, you hear about in fa- the tv show fargo when people Ooh. rip on it you know so that is the scandinavian accent oh i didn't know that so Oli and lena are, I, I thought they spoke like not i didn't realize they spoke english in scandinavia no they didn't but they did when they moved to this country and as so th- when they came to the america then they started to learn english but they weren't very good at it oh okay so it's basically People who immigrants who have come here, ripping on themselves or each other. Oh, cool! So it's kind of like the same type of joke that you were you were saying uh, about Alabama and Georgia. 
Yeah, it's like Southerners laughing at, you know, you might be a redneck if. Kind of, yes. So, because really we're making fun of, you know, your own self or your family or people that you live next to. If you live in the South, you, well, I mean, there's rednecks everywhere, but, you know, yeah. probably a higher percentage in the South. Yeah. And I, but we, we, we embrace it. Yeah. And so, so do Midwesterners and Scandinavians with the Ole and Lena jokes. All right. I got you. So, and how I guess, did you get, how did you end up with these cool names and we get Larry the Cable Book Guy and Jeff Foxworthy? I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's not a good deal. That's, that's, that's unfair. Well, Ole's anyway, kind of, continue. Ole's kind of not so great because people think Ole or Ole. Okay. But it's Ole and Lena. They're married. And Sven oh. is sometimes oh, okay. Sven is sometimes depicted as the brother, but most of the time he's depicted as Ole's friend who's Swedish and Ole's Norwegian. Okay. So you know how you sometimes, how do you, a rabbi, a pope, a rabbi, and so-and-so went into a bar. That kind of joke. Mm-hmm. All right. So I re- distinctly remember hearing this from my grandparents, and my dad tells a really good Ole and Lena joke. Okay. Uh, I have never told an Ole and Lena joke, so here we go. Oh, boy. Yeah. So here's the joke. It's very, very quick, so it'll be over very soon. So Ole died. And Is that the joke? <laughs> not yet. Oh, okay. I didn't uh, know what the kind of, I figured, you know, it might be sort of a, you know, morbid sense of humor it, that living would, in the cold weather all the time. Yeah, that would be a, the, probably the world's fastest joke <laughs> and very morbid. Yes. Um, so Lena, she goes down to the Minneapolis Star Tribune to place an obituary. Mm-hmm. And the man asks her, well, tell me, Lena, what do you, what do you want it to say? Uh, and, she, and Lena says, just say Oli died. The man said, well, Lena, you, you know, you were married 55 years. You have four beautiful children. You got many grandchildren, probably some great-grandchildren. Oli was very well-loved in the community. Surely there's something else you want to say. And if you're worried about money, the first five words are free. So don't worry about that. <laughs> so, you know, Lena, she thinks about it for a while. And she finally says, okay, put Oli died, both for sale. Yeah. <laughs> and I've actually heard a, a version joke. of this. I've heard a version of this before. See? Yeah, I've heard a version where the where the yeah the the old the old lady goes and the, it was never that. So that's cool. That's that's funny how um, jokes can are kind of like taken into different uh, cultures and different uh, where people are from and like worked into their current basically how it's set up to tell the joke. Yeah, they're all you know recycled. They, yeah, that's cool though. I got a joke for you too. Oh, awesome! Actually, my assistant has a joke for you. Oh, even better. Alexa, tell us a joke. What's the difference between a hippo and a zippo? I don't know. One is very heavy. The other's a little lighter. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good, see? I like that one a lot. Alexa, thanks, that was good. Hmm, I'm not sure what you meant by that question. What? What do you you mean? I said, I'm trying to compliment you. Just take a compliment. (laughs) Alexa. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Alexa, you're pretty cool. Thanks. You're pretty cool yourself. Oh, there we go. Sorry, I had to, sorry you had to hear that. I had to kind of iron out, you know, you know, subordinate boss relationship kind of. Well, and it's a new relationship. Gotta handle it every now and then. 
Yeah. yeah, it's it's new. She's she's getting used to it, and I'm you know getting used to her. So, do you think? Why don't you ask Alexa if she can tell an Oli and Lena joke? Okay, Alexa, tell an Oli and Lena joke. Sorry, I didn't understand the question I heard. <laughs> no, she hadn't heard of it either. <laughs> she, so she's, robots she's from the that, future. She's got that dirty South bias. <laughs> yes, of course. Alexa. Play Dirty South. Shuffling songs by Dirty South. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this song is. Do you? Is it called Shuffling Songs by Dirty South? No, I, 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 Dirty South must be an artist, and she's playing. She's like just shuffling through yeah, their catalog. They so. must be. <laughs> okay, Alexa. Alexa. Alexa, turn it down. <laughs> Alexa, turn that music down right now, young lady. Alexa. Real dogs, real dogs, real dogs, real dogs, we ain't no robots. Real dogs, real dogs, we ain't no So I have a real thought that was inspired by something Deanna sent me this week. Um, she, when we were talking about Netflix shows and which shows we like, I think we talked about Sherlock last time. Is that what it was? Yes. Which great show. I actually watched the first episode from this season that uh, was in the like, first of January. What it was. Have you watched that one yet? No, I'm still, I'm still binging HBO while I have my 30 day free. Trial. That is probably the smart decision. I need to be doing that because mine is running out fast. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk about New Sherlock another time then if you haven't seen it. But um, I do want to talk about Netflix streaming. Uh, my real thought is it's very interesting, these maps. You've probably seen them linked on Twitter or on Facebook where it has the map of the United States and each state has the most streamed show. And they have them for Netflix and Amazon and you know Amazon Prime and all, all sorts of other things, uh-huh. um, different services. But the most watched show per state. Now, I have no idea how accurate this is, but I did find it kind of interesting. So I thought we'd kind of jump into one um, from a few weeks ago, uh, like basically supposed to cover for the end of last year. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, this and, one's Netflix, right? Yes, this is Netflix. Um, I'm not sure if this is current because I've seen one that is um, from the beginning of like since January of in basically 2017 so far up to this point, mm-hmm. it is different. So this is this is an older one from last year. Um, but I thought it was funny. And the thing that stood out to me most was that Terriers, which I know we've talked about, and you've since yes. watched the whole thing, right? Yes, loved it. And I've absolutely watched it and loved it. One of my favorite things, shows on Netflix still that you can stream. Um, Terriers, number one show in Washington State and in Maine. Oh, so the so northern the, corners of our country know what's up with Netflix shows. Apparently they do. And Terriers takes place in California. Yeah. And it's an old show. What, 2012, 2013? So that was Something awesome. Like that. So uh, my only, you know, the only conclusion that I can draw from this, besides they have good taste, is that they listen to our podcast, our recommendation section. They must. The entire state of Maine and the entire state of Washington. Because, you know, you live in the South. Yes. Dirty South. Dirty South, but you. And you, you live seem, in the Midwest. I live in the Midwest, and you. In the, must, in the yeah Midwest bias. Minnesota, yes. Minnesota. Minnesota night. Minnesota bias. Minnesota bias. Minnes, Midwest, Midwest nice. nice. 
okay. Midwest nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, but you maybe should be living in either northeastern or northwestern. Yeah, I, th- that is very much my sensibility, and I actually do like Maine and Washington State. Both of them, both of them, are pretty cool. I, I wouldn't mind living in either one of those. No, me either. Both are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, what was uh, your one from uh, Minnesota? Minnesota was Arrested Development. No, that's so, that's reasonable. That's a decent show. At least I, it's I not know my that, thing, but you know, well, I found it quite funny. Yeah, it's funny. Um, I didn't discover Arrested Development is probably what two thousand and four somewhere in there two thousand and six maybe. Yeah, but when did the Netflix new ones come out? Oh, that uh, was, was only, only a couple years ago. Years ago. But yeah. I didn't really know about Arrested Development. I I came late to that, and I binged I that. that. I binged that thing in like a weekend. We <laughs> loved it. I have to admit that I watched the first season and was like, eh. I thought it was really good. And I, I think that most people like uh, like that or they hate it. Yes. It's nothing in between. Yeah, and I actually, I respect what they're doing and I like what they're doing on that show. It just, for some reason, didn't hit me. I probably should try, give it another shot because I've often found that if I watch two or three episodes of something and it's just like, whatever, you know, I can I see that this is well-made and quality and well-written. It's just mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. hitting me right now. A lot of times if I go back and watch it again later, then I'm like, oh yeah, now I get it. So, so yeah. maybe I need to give it another shot. I, you should because it's funny. But, but so I was happy to see that they think that Minnesotans have some, you know, sense of humor. Yeah, that's good. But that's a little, you know, that's an older show. Um, yeah. And speaking of older shows. Yes. The one for Georgia, the Bernie Mac show, <laughs> that, which that I would have never guessed in a hundred guesses. And because, not because it's not funny, because I really liked that show. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it was on Fox, like. What, 10, 15 years ago, maybe? It feels, seems like it's been a while. Ago. I don't think yeah. I ever watched it. It's funny. Uh, and Bernie Mac is like, I think he's like a dad or a stepdad. And um, he's got a couple of kids, two or three kids. And they're, they're, it's, it's funny. And he talks, he does the thing where he like sits and talks to the camera, like between, you know, segments oh, yeah, of the show yeah, every now and then. Yeah. So, and he's hilarious. His stand up is really funny to me. Mm-hmm. And so I can appreciate that. But. I think he passed away like a few years ago. So yeah, it I'm, hasn't been that I'm long. I'm kind ago. of perplexed as to why in Georgia the number one show streamed in Netflix in 2016 was the Bernie Mac show. Yeah. So that that's that is was Bernie very Mac from Atlanta or Georgia? Um, no, I think he is from Chicago. Okay, so it's not even that he's from Georgia. No, it's like Tate Diggs, me thinking he was from Atlanta yeah. and then Chicago, and he was actually. In the movie Chicago, I don't think Bernie Mac was in the movie Chicago, so I'm going to say he's actually from, <laughs> from the Chicago. city of Chicago. Okay, he's you're like right. Will Bond grew up with Will Bond, you know that probably. south side of Chicago, I believe. Um, so, but, so yeah, I'm 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 sort of perplexed by that a little bit. Well, I think I'm with you that it's a little perplexing. So some of the things that aren't perplexing are, uh-huh. for instance. Philadelphia, I mean, sorry, Pennsylvania, it's always sunny yeah. in Philadelphia. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes um, sense. And I think that True Blood... We'll have to ask Rob if he likes that show. Yeah, we will. True Blood, Louisiana, mm-hmm. that makes sense to me. Oh, is it set in Louisiana? Yeah, yeah, it's set in okay. Louisiana. Um, what else? Narcos in Texas, Narcos that makes sense. Narcos in Texas. I've uh, never seen Nashville that Nashville in Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of on the nose there a little bit. Now, for you, for Georgia... Mm-hmm. I would this this probably is too old, but the TV show Atlanta I would think would might be the big one now. Oh yeah, this map is too old. That's probably the new one. And but here's the thing that I figured would be if you gave me you know one guess, would would it be for Georgia? I would say it's The Walking Dead, which was primarily shot in Atlanta. 
Well, Walking Dead is one state over. Yeah, Alabama. Alabama, Which and makes then Bloodline. No so Bloodline's yeah, bl- based in Florida. Right. And Mississippi really likes it. Yeah. And obviously, New Mexico, Breaking Bad. Makes yes. Yeah, that makes sense. sense. And, and honestly, you could put Breaking Bad on all these states, and it uh, it should make sense because that's one of the best shows ever. It absolutely me. should. Interesting to me was that um, Friday Night Lights was very popular in South Dakota. Hmm. I would expect that to oh, be in Texas. Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess Narcos is newer, and Friday Night Lights is yeah. older. Friday Night Lights is still a great show, though. Friday Night Lights is an awesome show. Remember, yeah, I had it in my, my top three ever. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh-huh. I wouldn't put it in my top three, but I would almost put it in my top three TV show soundtracks. Oh, yeah. Great. The scoring of that uses a lot of uh, music from Explosions in the Sky, the band. that's an instrumental band that oh. is incredible. And it's like the main theme uh, is, is Explosions in the Sky, which is also one of these where I want to go back in time and take that band name before they get it because it's an awesome band name. It is. The kind of music that they do. Um, it's it's real, you know. It's very. I mean, if you've heard, if you've seen the show, you've heard that that song. I guarantee it. But I'm sure I other have. songs are like eight minutes long and like meandering through all these guitar delay kind of atmospheric stuff, and then the bass and the drums kick in that kind of stuff. They're they're cool to listen to. If you like Friday Night Lights theme song, go listen to Explosions in the Sky. Well, there's the uh, recommendation. We don't even have to do that segment now. <laughs> yeah, that saves me time editing that in. Yeah. Um, Anything else on here stand out to you? Yes. So a couple, of course, like mm-hmm. we said before, New Jersey is Boardwalk Empire. That makes sense. Oh, yeah. Maryland is House of Cards. Makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Um, Massachusetts, Game of Thrones. So Massachusetts likes to watch a lot of violence, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Does it have D.C. on here? I don't see Washington, D.C. I do not see it. I see New Jersey, Delaware, Maryland. The Tudors is Virginia. Yeah. Which I've, I've, seen, I've seen one episode and I didn't watch anymore. A lot of people like the Tudors. Yeah. And they the article kind of ripped on Nebraska for um, being so late to the game with because theirs, theirs was Cheers. But I'm thinking, oh. you know what, Cheers, is it's never a bad time to watch Cheers. Yeah, they, it's true. you could go back and rewatch Cheers and it still holds up, I bet. Yeah. And then North they ripped on North Dakotans, um, what they call them? They called them... Creep the creepoids or something like that that are watching Making a Murderer. <laughs> now I've never seen that. Have you? I have seen Making a Murderer. Is that worth watching? Well, for me, it was. It was kind this of. This sounds a, like another glowing recommendation. No, it was a surreal thing for me because I didn't even know about it when it was really going through its major um, popularity and people were all over it, binging it. Mm-hmm. It's like serial, like like the serial podcast, like it's a true story that they're just basically trying to tell as true as possible, or is it like based on a true story, kind of fabricated? No, parts? it's a documentary about. Uh, oh, okay. I need to check that out then. And, I might be interested but in it took the murder took place in a town that I lived in, and I lived there during the oh. time the trial was going on. Oh, so you, did you know about the details of this beforehand? Yeah, I knew a lot oh, about yeah. the details, and I didn't know about the the show until. Somebody said, you know, that's Stephen Avery they're talking about. Stephen Avery is the guy that was on trial for murder and is currently in prison for murder. Hmm. He was in my town. I lived in the same town he did. Wow. And I, okay. local media made it seem like there was no way he was guilty. I mean, there really? was no way he was innocent. He was, oh, was totally, say, totally yeah. guilty. Because isn't the documentary about how they think he's probably innocent or yeah. could be innocent? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they kind of railroaded him. 
Yeah, and they because railroaded they got in his their mind that nephew. He was guilty. Yeah, so oh, wow, yeah. it's very interesting, and I can see how people. I mean, we binged it, but I don't know. I can't tell you if that's because I had, you know, some sort of not inside knowledge, but it was right. it was happening at the time where I was living in the town yeah. I was living in. It was stuff that in places you might recognize and that kind of stuff. Oh, I absolutely recognized everywhere they were driving. I yeah. they drove past the road I lived on. Oh, wow. I saw See, that's the sign I, for my road, and I'm like, wow. oh, my gosh. That's why I thought that Atlanta, I'm sorry, not Atlanta. It, it might as well be the state of Atlanta at this point. Um, yeah. The state of Georgia would be Walking Dead or uh, what's Stranger Things, which was also yes. shot here, like literally in my neighborhood almost. Um, that kind of, those. I figured it would be one of those, but maybe Stranger Things is too new and Walking Dead, maybe people have gotten tired of that or they're watching it. They've caught up, and now they're watching it. People around here watch it live as it comes on. Was it on FX or? I've never seen it, but I think it is FX. Yeah, I've um, never seen it either. I, I bet you. Well, so Alabama's behind then. And well, going back to the jokes, I mean, come on, of course they're behind. They're behind everybody. But yeah, I would recommend making a murderer. But um, you know, the, there's where there's one side of the story, there's another side of the story. And when I talk to my friends that Absolutely. still live there, they they do not like that making a murderer made them in the whole town look like idiots, basically, because because of the, the yeah. police department that that seemed to be kind of shady. And so that then they think that everybody that lives, you know, everybody that lives there must be dumb or must Whoa. be, um, you know, shady, I guess. But yeah, it was good and it was addicting. Um, but I, again, was somebody that had heard of this case and knew it pretty well. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't believe that it was a documentary. So we watched it in like a weekend. Oh, wow. I, I might check that out. Um, uh, two shows that I actually have seen all of because they're wrapped up now. Uh, Colorado and Kansas. Weeds okay. and yes. weeds obviously makes sense for Colorado. Yes, it does. Um, and the thing that struck me is Kansas Parks and Rec. I know. Which is an hel- hilarious show and one of my favorite. I, it might get into my top three all time TV shows. Parks and Recs, I would agree. It's very funny. Very funny. It's awesome. Yeah. Just the way they handled so many different things. And I think it was like six or seven seasons. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, very funny. A lot, of, a lot of hilarious stuff. You know, Ron Swanson could have his own TV show. He could. It's just hilarious. Surprised he doesn't. Yeah. And obviously Chris Pratt came out of that show. Yes. Um, yep. And was hilarious on there. Um, and then Weeds, which... The first couple of seasons were good, and then it fell off, and I kept watching it because, you know, whatever. Um, it wasn't a whole lot much to stream. This is back in the some of the earlier days of Netflix streaming when it was on there. Because uh-huh. uh, I never had Showtime, so I picked it up when it first came on Netflix um, and watched it. And it it really fell off at the end. I don't know if you've ever seen it or not. But Oh, yeah. Uh, I saw all of them. Yeah. It, but the it first couple of off. seasons are absolutely worth seeing. Yeah. it was. I really liked the first couple of seasons. And then, you, like you yes. said, it did fall off. Yeah, and I then, wish they would have. I'm not. I'm, I shouldn't say that. I almost gave away one of the plot points if people who hadn't watched it. Oh, don't do that. Spoiler <laughs> yeah. alert. Um, yeah. One on another one that makes total sense is Portlandia, Oregon. Oh yes. <laughs> so it seems like they have a sense of humor about themselves as well. Yeah, and then um, interestingly, Alaska is Star Trek. <laughs> I just saw that. Yeah, what's that all about? Anita, what is going on with that? What is going on with that? I know like one or two people that live in Alaska. So, I mean, and that's basically the entire population of Alaska as far as I'm concerned. So, yeah. what are they, what's up, Anita? 
And you know, the, another funny is one it Deep Space Nine or Next Generation or Original Series? I mean, I think we need to know. We definitely need to know because Star Trek. I can see rewatching Cheers, but are they for just now coming to Star Trek, or is this a rewatch situation? It's got to be the Next Generation because I think they just recently put like in the last couple of years they put the entire Next Generation series, which is like oh, nine okay. or ten years worth, and it's like these were broadcast shows, so they were like twenty to 22 shows per season. So it's a lot of shows. Okay. And I think they just recently put them on Netflix in the last few years. So I can see people going back and watching those. Another one that's kind of funny to me is Grace and Frankie in Oklahoma. Are you familiar with Grace and Flank- Frankie? I think Grace and Frankly, Frankie are two older women who in who are married to guys and then they get together and leave their husbands. No, they're, but you, you're right. They're married to guys, and then the, hus- uh-huh. the husbands oh, leave okay. the wives because the husbands have been having an affair for 25 years. Oh, okay. I, I, so so I, I got the story mixed up, but yeah. The fact that they're, that's popular in Oklahoma kind of makes me giggle a little bit. I'm surprised. Yes. Let's just say yes. that. But, Absolutely. Yeah. Grace and Fra- Frankie is really good. And, um, Oh, is that um, Lily is that Tomlin? Nine to five, yeah. Uh, and and um, Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda. Yeah. And the the other two guys, um, the guy from West Wing, the main guy, Sheen, Martin Sheen, uh-huh. and um, oh, the dude from L.A. Law. I mean, um, Law and Order. And he was also in the newsroom. Sam Waterston. Yes, those are the two guys. It's really good and it's very funny. And District Attorney Jack McCoy. Is that who it was? Jack McCoy's it's his name in very Walmart. funny. I love it. I would recommend Grace and Frankie. Cool. I have to check that out. So we just did, you know, you know, we did real thoughts and recommendations. And yeah, why not? Bonus segment within a segment. That's the way yeah. we do. Bitches. The only other thing I'll point out. Is, <laughs> <laughs> the only other thing I'll point out is that Utah has heroes. And, yes. And um, I'm sorry, Utah, once again. Mm-hmm. And Montana has Archer. Um, which is funny, by which the way. Which it's a cartoon, correct? Yes. A cartoon, yes. but it's I've never seen it, but it seems like it would be a in the category of cartoon that's maybe not for children. Oh, it is 100% not for kids. Okay, all right. 100%. It's funny. If you like like spy, like stuff making fun of spies and they go way beyond anything for kids. Oh, it is definitely not for kids. It's um Aisha Tyler is a yes, voice in it. Yes, that I knew. And uh, John Benjamin, who is really funny, he plays Archer, and um, what's the other guy's name? Um, Judy Greer uh, is is one of the characters. She's hilarious. Judy Greer. Yeah, she's like the friend or the sister in like every rom com, basically in the two thousands. Oh, okay. If you if you saw her, you would know exactly. You'd be like, oh yeah, I know who that is, but nobody really knows her name. She's hilarious in that. So that. It's worth watching if you it, it it's super stupid and super dirty at times, but it's funny. I liked it. Okay. Also made in Atlanta. Oh really? Well, that yeah, is cartoon surprising. Network show. A lot of stuff or a lot of stuff goes through Atlanta. Well, yeah, it's Have, where the best creative stuff comes from that you could ever imagine. I thought that was L.A. Well, that's the old that's old days. Yeah. So the, the Hollywood's speak, time has passed. Speaking of Atlanta, have you seen the new Atlanta show that just won a Golden Globe? No, I'm waiting for it to get where I can stream it. And it's it's wrapped up a season, right? I haven't seen it at all yet. It's on my okay. list. It's it's the number one next thing on my list that I'm going to watch after I finish up what I'm streaming right now. Cool. 
We'll have to talk about that at some point, too. Oh, absolutely, because I've heard, I mean, I love Donald Glover, and I've heard it's really great, so I'm looking forward to it. I have, too. I'm not quite sure how to help you with that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not either. I didn't, um, this robot is talking to me. Yeah, and you didn't. Send help, please. I don't want to talk too loud. It's the robot squirrel. Um, I think we better go. Okay. Hey, how's it going? We hope you've been enjoying the podcast thus far, and we'd love to hear from you. You can contact us on Twitter at SpeakTangents, or visit our website at speakingoftangents.com. It has all the relevant links and information there. If you haven't been enjoying our podcast, we're sorry. Please let us know on our Snapchat account. Thanks. So do we have any feedback for this week? Um, Actually, we do, and we have a feedback in the form of a song. Uh-oh. Yeah. And uh, remember earlier, Jenny Robbins was kind of ribbing us a little bit about not knowing Rhinestone Cowboy. Oh, yeah, and, we, and, and Jen saying it was a dreadful quiz. Yeah, and that we got lots of you know responses about the quiz being dreadful or how could you miss Rhinestone Cowboy again. So Yeah, I agree. <laughs> here is a, a song form of feedback. All right. From Mr. Bradweiss. Yes. I don't recognize this tune. Me either. Maybe after we listen to it for a while. Listening for so long. Hoping they won't get it wrong. I've heard every note in the quizzes they play on their podcast. (laughs) Oh, thanks for listening, Brad. But every damn week it's the same. No matter how many times they hear this song played They've left a lot of listeners crying I'm not sure they're even trying <laughs> This well, we song's are. been the same ever since 1973 <laughs> Just say Rhinestone Cowboy <laughs> It's the biggest hit that Glenn Campbell had on radio. <laughs> really? Please say Rhinestone Cowboy. <laughs> For a couple of years, CBS gave him a TV show. No, oh, I, I had no idea. With the Beach Boys, you know. That I, that I did know, yes. Mm. Good guitar player. Very so was that an original? I think that was an original song, wasn't it? Yes, definitely. Great original jingle by Brad Weiss there. Thank you so much, Brad. That was hilarious. <laughs> Thank you, Brad. That was really funny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, and we also had another feedback from Brad. He, um, After hearing our SoundCloud comments about, you know, SoundCloud is the only place to go for good feedback. And mm-hmm. we were kind of questioning that because some of that we get from SoundCloud. Um, he sent this, he forwarded this to us. Um, this is from Ernestine Fuentes three, which I'm assuming means the third, you know? Okay. Yes. Uh, it says, I really like to talk to me to make me feel beautiful. <laughs> and then there's a link that, um, do you think I should click on that? Um, maybe have Alexa do it. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll get, I'll get her on that later. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's great, Brad. Thanks. Man. So when I read that, uh-huh. my only comment was that Ernestine loves her or him some Ernestine. <laughs> that's true 
and and I believe Ernestine is definitely one to go third person. I yeah. think so. And and I believe Brad wrote something like top this when he sent yes. us, which you know it's hard yeah. to top that one, really. Yeah. So well, that's that's the last of our podcast. We'd like to thank you for listening. Uh, we can't <laughs> top that. So. Did we have any other feedback this week? Yeah, so uh, you remember last week you were talking about your robot squirrel in your tree? Yes. So mm-hmm. Jolene Wojcik at J-M-R-W-O-J-C-I-K, she tweeted us a picture of her two girls when they were younger. and Oh, yeah. it sounded. I think she said they were on vacation. Uh-huh. And it was a picture of her, the two daughters, one was holding the, a squirrel, and the squirrel was, I think, eating wild. out of yeah, right, eating out yeah. of her hand, and the other one was sitting next to her, with the most <laughs> horrified look yes. on her face. And um, what Jolene wrote was, "One of my daughters, for sure, did not like squirrels." And this picture was so funny that the the girl, the, the daughter, was just like, "What are you doing? Get that squirrel away from me." Yes. So that, Which would have been absolutely my daughter doing that. It, that That's would the have, face that she would make. That would have been me too, I think. Squirrels scare yeah. me. That was a great picture. I love that thing. Yeah, thanks for sending that, Jolene. <laughs> and then Luke Overby, at Luke Overby, tweets us with the hashtag stat young man. All right. He says, this should be good. Yeah. Atlanta does not have an NHL team. Thrashers left in 2011 for Winnipeg. Okay, so I will fully admit that I had no idea that they even left Atlanta, so I was wrong. No, you didn't have any idea. And I I said I didn't think they had all four sports, but I wouldn't ha- I didn't even know the Thrashers existed, so it's not like I knew much more than you did. But I did take <laughs> your word for it that you when the you cra- said, no, the Atlanta Thrashers. Yeah, I knew they were a thing at some point. <laughs> yeah. And the crazy thing is I looked it up and said NHL Atlanta team and it came up Thrashers and it had nineteen ninety seven and I didn't bother to look at the dash 2011 that was right after it so i literally looked this up on the internet and still missed the key important part of the information so so thanks luke you know and so we want to say thanks to stat young man we definitely need him although alexa and francesca might provide some competition yes well the cool thing about this is um he tweeted that and i i responded to it and then some calgary like hockey calgary flames hockey account like liked it, which is kind of funny. I oh, thought. I didn't see that. That's I don't know if it was fun. an official one or just somebody that there. It, it, but there was like at Calgary Flames or something like that. Anyway, which is kind of cool. That's funny. I didn't even see that or know that. Twitter's a weird thing. Twitter's a very weird thing. Yes. So, and lastly, we we um, got a tweet from Garrett Schumann at G A R R T, and he he tweeted this to me at Buffalo underscore Alice. I love the. Oh, my stars moment from two weeks ago at oh, yeah. Speak Tangents is great. I'm so excited to discover it. So the, he was not aware of it. And now either he's listening and that's about it, just the Oh, my stars moment, or he's binging on all 22 episodes now. Wait a minute. There's 22 episodes of this garbage? <laughs> 22. Well, this is number 22. I suppose oh, okay. if you count the bonus episodes, there's more like 25. Yeah, there's a couple in there where we lost count but, of our, yeah, we're, own, <laughs> our own self. Exactly, and we're not, uh, you know, who's counting. Yeah, Garrett sent me a couple tweets, too, I had some cool stuff, so I, I appreciate it. I'm glad glad that he found the podcast and is enjoying it. That's awesome. Yeah, me too. Thanks, Garrett. All right, any other feedback from you? Um, any SoundClouds that can rival Brad's this week? 
I don't have any feedback per se, like from uh, listeners of the podcast, but I do have these things called Amazon reviews. Oh, okay. That sounds and since interesting. We were talking, uh, it sometimes is. Mm-hmm. Some people might say. Uh, and since we were talking about, you know, bird calls, you know, we did a quiz this week on it. And last week we had a lot of talk of, you know, you're a, you're an ornithologist now. Yes. Um, Although I lost so, the bird quiz, so I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a window birds feeder. I'm, this is word for word the title, so I don't know. Window birds feeder. Window birds feeder. Okay. <laughs> yes. Two floor with detachable tray, compartments, and drainage holes. See-through for spring wild bird watching. So it's the picture of it. If you go on Amazon, you can see it. It's like a little uh, plastic case with has, that has suction cups, and it's tinted on one side, so you stick it like on a window, like a glass window, or like a glass window. <laughs> <laughs> or any other kind of window, I guess. You Put stick it on, it on a window or a windows, door. People. Yes. <laughs> These metal windows that we have. I don't know why I can't see through them. Uh, so you put it on the window and like stick it to an inside. So like you can stand inside and watch the birds as they come and feed basically is the whole idea. And it's double decker though. I heard. I oh yeah. Think Two I floors. Okay. Two floor with detachable tray compartments and drainage holes. And, and it also says squirrel proof, which apparently oh. is important in a bird feeder. I yes. did not know that. Yes. It very, it very much is very much important. So the first one. This little bird feeder has been a joy and a wonderful source of entertainment for both my five-year-old granddaughter and my 12-year-old cat. <laughs> it is the perfect size, and because it is outside of the window of my second-floor apartment, it is impossible for squirrels to get at. Only the smaller birds can fly up to it. I get many goldfinches, nuthatches, house wrens, chickadees, and other tiny birds. Unfortunately, the cardinals will not feed from it. They look at it longingly, but seem to fear <laughs> it is too small for them to perch upon. <laughs> So if you want cardinals to feed at your bird feeder, you should probably get one that is slightly larger. Otherwise, this bird feeder has proven to be a wonderful purchase, which once again, we get into Amazon reviews, projecting reviewers, projecting themselves into the mind of other people or animals or birds and birds are animals, right? I know there's been some contention about this on Tony's show, but I think birds Birds are are animals. animals. Yes. Okay. So she's like going, she's getting into the mind of the cardinal and saying. Yes. She's anthropomorphizing. Yes. She's, she can word? read cardinal's mind. Yeah, I think so. Okay. She can read cardinal's minds. And the reason why I got chickadee in that quiz is because I remember, it must have got stuck in my head when I read this review that I read before we did the quiz. Oh, that even just, that just makes it worse. Yeah. So I didn't know what a chickadee was. I just assumed it was a bird because they were talking about it. And then you said brown with the black eyes and I was like oh yeah now I know that's a chickadee so yeah I don't know if I'd have pulled that name so thanks Amazon reviews for helping me win the quiz and nut nut hatch <laughs> I recognize all of is those that a bird names. yeah nut hatch okay yeah wren mm-hmm. but cardinals aren't going to feed at this because you know cardinals are just going to look at it and think you know that's that's too small but for they me. want to they just yeah, they are afraid to. longingly they look longingly at the bird feeder yeah uh, <laughs> next <laughs> Let me first say their customer service is unbelievable. The first feeder fell and broke, but I'm almost certain it was due to user error. My daughter didn't do it, and it fell minutes after her putting it up. Uh, Repeat that line, my daughter didn't do it? My daughter didn't do either, and it fell minutes after her putting it up. I think she means my daughter didn't put it up the right way. Okay. So she's blaming user error for this thing falling. But not her user error. Oh, no, because the next (laughs) sentence is, 
So they sent out a replace. So the next is they asked for pictures of the broken unit and then sent out a replacement, no questions asked. So the company sent her a replacement. And the next line is, since I put up the replacement in quotes properly, <laughs> there have been no issues. Wait, this woman so, is not happy with her daughter. No, she's. This is a mommy dearest situation right here. Apparently, she thinks her daughter's going to read the review. <laughs> yeah, it's like she's. It's she's pretty doing passive the Phil, aggressive. The Phil Jackson, yeah, like Phil Jackson would like call out his players very, you know, subtly in press conferences. This yeah. woman is doing it to her daughter in, in Amazon reviews. That's real subtle. Yes. Um, here's another one. And remember, this thing is supposed to be squirrel proof. Okay. I have finally foiled the diabolical arch nemesis, the squirrel, <laughs> dun, with dun, this dun. bird feeder. Yeah. His angry chittering makes me laugh in his furry face. (laughs) The ability to attach to my window away from areas they can leap on has been most satisfying. So far, it has withheld the weight of three to four small songbirds at a time and the heat of the day. Thus far, I am a proud owner. Oh, boy. (laughs) A proud owner of this birdhouse. That is a very eloquently written, easy for me to say, review for an Amazon bird feeder in, you know, against her nemesis, the squirrel. And squirrel is capital letters, by the way. Yeah. All caps? I laugh in his furry face. Oh, no, just just capital S. I laugh in his furry face. Yeah. Yeah, I laugh. Furry face. That that really caught me off guard. That made me giggle. Yeah. Furry face. (laughs) Uh, here's a couple more. Uh, here's another. Um, this was from the other side of the um, squirrel, I guess, uh, debate here. Well, not squirrel debate, but is this squ- thing squirrel proof? This is on the other side of that. Okay. Cats liked it. So did the squirrel. <laughs> I was disappointed by this feeder. I attached it to a regular window, which, I mean, probably not a metal or a wooden window. Probably not. Not a sliding glass door. But still, I didn't expect the squirrel to jump that high. You, that's lesson number one right there. Uh, Never underestimate the squirrel and his furry face. Exactly. I moved the feeder twice after that, but each time this creepy little squirrel with the mange, ooh, mm-hmm. jumped up into the feeder without hesitation. He showed up almost immediately and kept harassing the feeder till everything was eaten later in the day. Repositioning the other windows did nothing. The little hairless jerk followed it. <laughs> Then the water in the dish and the spent seed combined to make a creepy stew that the ants just loved. What? <laughs> I don't. Hairless jerk. What kind of squirrel is this? She said it had mange. Oh yeah. <laughs> she did an addendum though. Here's here's a follow up, an update. Oh okay. So yeah, it went back to Amazon. I attribute it to being in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> the heat doesn't make squirrels or ants any bigger. I think they are just more tenacious. Well, it's the Amazon revolution right there. Yes. And and FYI, the fur on the creepy squirrel has grown back. He shows up at the kitchen window every now and then to laugh at me. Oh, good. I'm glad we were. It's more psychologically getting into the head of animals. Another one. Projecting. Yes. But she said that, or she or he, um, I'm assuming. It was a woman. Okay. She said that she had to put it, she put it on the sliding door. Did it stipulate that you must put it on the sliding door? Uh, no, basically it says you need to put it where uh, on a glass window where the um, squirrels can't like climb on something else to get to it. Okay, so she's telling so, like, if you... If you put it at the bottom next to the windowsill, it's just going to climb up on the windowsill, uh-huh. obviously, and get to so it. So she's telling you if you put it on the glass door, the, the squirrel will be able to leap into it. Apparently so. Don't underestimate the little devils. The hairless jerks. 
Yeah, the hairless jerks and with their furry faces. Yeah. Which, that, that, wait, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> anyway, one more. This, this is probably my favorite one of this week. Good investment. Five stars. I love this dang bird feeder. <laughs> I find myself sitting on the couch and just watching the dang birds eat their dang bird seed. Chirp, chirp. <laughs> which I don't know why she put dang in front of like three or four things. I don't know either. That didn't make any sense. It but doesn't anyway, make any sense. It seems like she's sort of mad at Adam, but she likes yeah, it. Yeah, but but she gave it five stars and she says she enjoyed it. So I don't. It's like she hates the birds and their bird seed and the and, and the, the feeder. feeder. Yeah, but it's a good feeder but somehow. Yeah. Boy, so she's not going to hold that against it that she hates it all. Yeah, exactly. Five stars. And what? And what's the price on this bird feeder? This sounds like something. The price I is... might be able to afford. Retail price of oh on sale currently on Amazon Prime for fourteen ninety nine. Fourteen ninety nine. Okay. Fourteen ninety nine with free two day shipping. Amazon Prime. We are not sponsored by Amazon in any way, even though this episode makes it seem like it. Yeah. Exactly. Alexa, can you sound like a bird? Hmm. I'm not sure what you meant by that question. <laughs> that was kind of a condescending tone right there. A little bit. Yeah. I I don't think she likes birds. Or not. She doesn't like you yet. You guys are still working some stuff out. Alexa, can you say goodbye? I pronounce that goodbye, but text-to-speech is always improving and I might not have it quite right. <laughs> what? <laughs> Alexa, I said just say goodbye. I'm not quite sure how to help you with that. This is not getting off on the right direction here. Maybe she doesn't like to be recorded. Maybe she's That's possibly. sort of freaked out by the microphones. Wait a minute. Alexa, can you sing a song? Who, me? I couldn't. Oh, okay. What? What? <laughs> she brought her on back in band. <laughs> okay, Alexa, that's enough. Alexa, stop. Alexa. Alexa, do you like Amazon? I don't have an opinion on that. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> okay. There we go. Um, so I guess it's not just me. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody. Don't ask her if she likes me, please. Oh, you sure? Yeah. Okay. Do you have anything else? Could there possibly be anything else this week? Uh, no. Okay. Well then, bye. Bye. Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by KJ Onsted and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onsted. Created by KJ Onsted and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onsted and Jason Fuse. Directed by Jason Fuse and K.J. Onstead. Directors of Research in-Game Domination, also known as R.I.G.D. or Rigged, or perhaps even better described as our quiz segment, are Jason Fuse and uh, K.J. Onstead. Scheduling coordinator is K.J. Onstead. Speaking of scheduling, do not give Alexa your schedule, people. Do not do it. Don't do it. Please don't do it. Graphics by Jason Fuse. No animals were harmed in the recording of this podcast.
I love snow peas, and I love you. In fact, I love you to death. Ha 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 ha. What? What, what did you say? Oh, did I say that out loud? I didn't know you were still here. Um, hey, how's it going? Is it getting lit up in here?